Merry Christmas, everyone! Is it? Yeah, doesn't it seem like in Christmas movies, whenever you're watching them, everyone the whole time is saying "Merry Christmas." Then, when you get to real life, it's like, well, it's not Christmas yet, so it's like, ha- enjoy your December, leading up to not quite the end of December, but it always feels like it's the end of December. Then there's like those three or four extra days afterwards. Where you're like, oh shit, it's not over yet. Merry that. I don't know. This is Reliant K's "Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Rain, Dear" Christmas album. Came out in 2007. I think they actually had one before this, and it had less songs on it and stuff. But it, it's it had, uh, maybe had a lot of the same ones. I don't know. I could Google it, but that'll take too long, and I don't want to. Um, how have you all been? How was your November? Mine was uh, interesting for sure. It's over now. Wow, I didn't even realize it. I think Sunday or Saturday, I said something about in December I'm gonna start doing whatever. And then uh, someone said back to me. I think it was uh, my pastor Dan. I think he said, it is, "Johnny, it is December," and I was like, "Are you freaking kidding? Unbelievable, huh? It's crazy." October was like just all rain, and it felt like it took forever. And then November, just right by now we're in december last month of the year what goals did i have for this year do you guys know i wrote a song and uh it's basically it should be called the procrastination song i originally called it the lazy song and then freaking um Bruno Mars came out with that lazy song, which, in my opinion, was kind of a lazy song. You know, I I think Bruno Mars is fantastic, but go back and listen to the lazy song, and listen to what he's capable of, and then listen to that song and tell me, yeah, that was a lazy song. Like it's catchy, but it's also like, hey, um, last summer, didn't uh, Travis McCoy make it really big with that billionaire song? I did that with him. I should do my own this year. Hey, in the year before that. Didn't Jason Mraz come out with "I'm Yours" and everyone liked that? And so it just—I felt like when Bru- when Bruno Mars came out with the Lazy Song, I felt like okay, so everyone's goal is right about summertime, release some kind of like beach vibey reggae song. And then he came out with that music video for it that was just made me super uncomfortable. You remember that? It was just like him in a room and then people dancing in costumes around him or something. He maybe danced too. He's so talented though. So I mean, who am I to talk? I mean, here's the real thing. This is probably the truth, and I I don't blame him at all. But sometimes you could just go, hey, what what uh what would make a lot of money, and then we can do some other cool things, and then you make that. I think when um when you see an actor do just like a ridiculously bad movie, but it's one of those that everyone's gonna go see anyways. 
I he they, they're either managing their money and financial situation terribly, or they've got a bigger idea and they're just like, this will bring in some quick cash. I mean, you know what's fascinating is that Adam Sandler basically just makes movies with his friends and then puts them in like Hawaii and stuff, and then they just all go have fun and do that, and he's like gonna make money on it. He probably always breaks even. Yeah, and then, dude, and he has that new Netflix uh, special out, and I have not seen it yet. The amount of things I haven't seen yet because I want to watch it, like, I've noticed at this phase of the baby, most things we start watching, we don't get to finish. So it's just like, I'm waiting it out. I wonder, I wonder when that stops. There's constant changes so far, and I'm only, like, barely nine months in. I think that's crazy. He's about to have been alive as long as he was inside Haley. Yeah, that was that was a wild time. You know, he's got really good rhythm. When uh when we're watching something and he's in this little bouncer and music comes on, he he bounces pretty damn close. Sometimes it's exactly on. And then sometimes I feel like you know if you uh, start a song and then press play on the metronome and it's technically the same BPM on each one but they're off you didn't hit start at the same time so you get that kind of like flam sound to it sometimes it's like that but uh I couldn't figure out if I was convincing myself that um he was on time or not and then I had several other people pointed out to me without me even mentioning it to them that he's bouncing on on time and so that's cool I wonder if he's even gonna like music listen 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 Ryan K just absolutely hit it out of the ballpark with this album. And it's, I really wish it was recognized on a bigger level. But then, like, everyone who knows Reliant K understands. And there's a gazillion fans. So, yeah, there's that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. There's probably people who, whenever, like, Be My, Be My Escape was on a MTV or whatever, there's people who, like, Reliant K came into their radar just for then. And now, if you were to ask them right now, do you like Reliant K? They'd be like, yeah, but they have no clue some of the other stuff. I'm sure that happens because I think Lena Del Rey is amazing, but I really only listen to the Ultraviolence album. So, I mean, I don't know. And then what she did on Great Gatsby was good. I love that movie. I know some people don't like that movie. I think it's an amazing movie. I think visually, it's the most, like, Visually and audibly, it's unbelievable. Man, getting to do the music in that movie must have been so freaking fun. Mixing it would have been a wild ride. Oh my gosh. I, I bet I would have learned more than I know now in information just watching them mix that movie. And so I guess maybe the, like the way that like, the story structure... Like, I'm not a... There's like people who pay attention to like film and then there's people who like movies and i fall onto the side of people who like movies and i can appreciate the film stuff which is why i understand that a film buff doesn't like august rush because that story's kind of all over the place in a couple parts and the acting is i mean it is what it is but good for carrie russell man she just kept at it she was like no i'm gonna felicity got me somewhere i got some work to do you know uh I remember her on a Boy Meets World episode. She's Mr. Feeney's granddaughter, I think. I think. She's across the fence from Eric. So it's got to be a connection to Feeney. I remember, I think they, uh, 
They played that one a lot on Disney Channel, Channel 63. Do you guys ever do that? Is there any numbers that when you hear it, like for me, whenever someone says 33 in my head, I'm like, Cartoon Network. And they weren't always that. When I lived in Austin, they were different. Like, I think there was a time when Nickelodeon was 24. And then when I moved to Dallas, it was 27. I heard they're coming out with a documentary about the 90s, the gold, they're calling it like the golden years of Nickelodeon or something like that, which might seem like a blow to Nickelodeon if, if they're paying attention because they're like, hey, Drake and Josh, <coughs> Victorious, what else is on? Uh, <coughs> the Zoe 101 show. You know, it's funny. I remember seeing like an episode of that. I was starting to get too old, you know, and I remember being like, this is just weird. I don't want to watch it. But... I'll, sometimes on uh, the social media, I'll see people share things about that show, and there's like an age group of kids that have a ton of serious, fond memories of life and that show. And so that's kind of cool. I think it's unbelievable that people do that with music that I think is terrible. Like, because I know how I feel about music and how it affects me, and it literally can make me feel like I'm time traveling listening to music from when I was a child. And it's, it's pretty interesting that there's people who are doing that same thing to, like, <laughs> uh, the stanky leg, you know? I remember when that song got big. I really was, like, oh, I, 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 it was probably rock bottom of my opinion on pop music. LMFAO was huge. We had just what I thought got over the um, Soldier Boy song, and then stanky leg comes out. I remember forcing people to read the lyrics out loud to me. Y'all want to do that? Let's do that. Let's do that. That'll be fun. Y'all don't need to hear about my dumbass thoughts. I've been doing better, though, emotionally. I mean, actually, I had a really, really... I was like such a baby the other day. <coughs> I was just stressed, um, but I just was really letting people know. And I don't want to be that guy. Here, listen to the music one second. All right, what are we looking up? Stanky leg lyrics. Anybody who was pretending like they actually kind of liked this song when I first mentioned it so far, I want you to think about that decision after I read. God, there's a lot of lyrics in this. All right, let's do it. You ready? Let's, let's pause the music for this. This is going to be... All right, you ready? Here we go. Huh. South side is who I be. Say... I got my G-spot boys with me, ya dig. Prince Charming and my boy Sliz, we got a new dance for y'all, ya dig. I holla. If you wild, parentheses, hold up. Do the stanky leg, parentheses, A. Do the stanky leg, parentheses, A. Do the stanky leg, parentheses, A. When I hit the dance flow... Parentheses, I be, do the stanky leg. Parentheses, A. He's just describing to you, this is unbelievable. Do the stanky leg, A. Do the stanky leg, A. I'm just doing hand parentheses now, so just understand. You should, you got it. You'll, you know where it is. Do the stanky leg, A. Do the stanky leg, A. When I hit the dance flow, I be, do the stanky leg, A. Do the stanky leg, A. Do the stanky leg, A. South side is who I be. All right. When I hit the dance floor, you know I'm doing the stanky leg, parentheses, do it. Salsa, meringue, I don't know. Then you rub across your head, 
If you a ace, I gotta watch my. All right, let's see. If you a ace, that was that. That would have been hard to vocally record a ace and make it not sound sloppy. I when I'm recording vocals and I'm singing, I really struggle with if a word ends with a certain letter and then the next word starts with a certain letter. Sometimes those two don't complement each other and I stumble over them. But yeah, okay. So snap your fingers in the air and shake your micros to a. Now you can lean with it. Lean. This a is reminding me of like singing telegrams. You remember back in the day, or not even just that, like regular telegram people, the singing telegram ones, I always think of the movie Clue. Um, but the regular telegram people, and they'd be like, got a message for the such and such of the house. Stop. Blah, 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 blah. Stop. They would like read out loud the um, periods. That That's kind of reminding me of this, the punctuation. All right. Oh, shoot, dude. Trying to find your place on this thing because it's like full of all the same words. You can switch the other leg and you can stop with it. Now get it, get it. Now get it, get it. All right, you get the now hit the booty do. <laughs> hit the booty do. Now you can get with it. Go and get with it. Get with it. All right. I don't know where the hook is or what, but we're just going to keep going through these words. If you wild, hold up. Do the stanky leg. Do the stanky leg. Okay, maybe this is it. Yeah, a bunch of the same stuff you heard earlier. Next verse. All my kin folks, just watch me do it like my bro. Stick your leg out. Dug E fresh and drop it low. Prince, I can do the stanky leg. Then gone, let me see ya. Bounce, bounce left to right and then slide next to me. A. A, you better fan yourself Cause I can tell that you're hot, that you're hot. So here's an issue. I only heard the song a couple times, so I don't. I'm not familiar with the cadence of how a lot of this should be going, but I'm I'm doing my best. I want you winding up, lean back, and show your socks. I could have gone anyway. Dip, dip, then I want you to stop. But he is describing a dance move from what I make out, so I'm sure that he wasn't gonna. Do da booty do, lift it up and let it drop. And don't forget, if you wild, hold up, do the stanky leg. So there's a lot of camaraderie in what's happening in concert or at a club in this song. I guess they would call that a a club song or what, what a banger or something. I don't know. I remember recording this hip-hop artist, Ty Holt. And um, he was he's great. I think he's still doing music. He moved, and uh, we just haven't kept in touch. But... He was like, I have one song that's going to be my banger. And that's when I learned what a banger was. He explained it to me. And it was, according to the way he described the definition of a banger, and then the song that we produced, I would say it was a banger. All right, let me see. When I slide, I don't... So yeah, he goes through the hook again. And then when I slide through the place, my swagger walk is what they dig in. Dig in parentheses. I stick my leg out on the flow and start jigging, jigging, parentheses at the end. Wig your legs, wipe your shoulders, drop it to your feet. Do the stanky leg, watch me snap and grab my knee. Just hopped out the coop, but I don't chicken noodle soup. See, it's stuff like that that I'm like sitting here in the back of my head as I'm reading this going, you know, maybe I gave this song too hard of a time because I'm seeing a lot of uh, creativity and silliness and it's kind of tongue-in-cheeky and what's going on. But then it's like, 
There's there's creative low hanging fruit. Then there's just hopped out the coop, but I don't chicken noodle soup. And then they felt the need to repeat it, probably because of the cadence of the song, and that was the phrasing that just needed to be echoed. But too bad it couldn't have been a little more depth to it. Drop that whoop dee dee do, shake that whoop dee dee do. Drop that whoop dee dee do, shake that whoop dee dee do. And then the chorus again, the, the hook, the do the stinky leg part at the end. Listen to how many songwriters are on this song. Marcus Dinkins, Telson Flowers, Keithian Cherry, Matthew Griffith, Charles Smith, DeCorey Kenner. Amazing. So, as a guy who started a ukulele hardcore band in high school and wrote the most ridiculous song lyrics and song titles and album titles, I can't say anything about this because he did it, or these guys did it, and they made a great ton of money for something fun and silly that then brought people together across the country. So I can't say anything about it. But I kind of think it's a bad song. It, it just... You know what it is? These are one of those moments when uh, you feel like someone's kind of holding up a mirror to... Uh, the society today and it looks absolutely ridiculous and then society embraces it and then there's this weird uncomfortable thing of like that looks absolutely embarrassing and everyone's affirming it in a good way and I feel like we're going to look back on this and be a little bit embarrassed. My example is 3D glasses. I think there's going to be a point when we see pictures of people in movie theaters and they, um, they're, they're all sitting there with their 3D glasses on. We're going to think they look so silly. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen footage of back in the day? It's like black and white footage, and there's people in a movie theater with the little plastic ones with the red and uh, blue filter, I'm assuming. And I always see that, and I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. I think that's definitely, um, I think that's definitely what's going to happen. With Post Malone's music, did you see that? I didn't know where I was going, and I just brought it back into what I was talking about. I think his music is kind of like the equivalent of what this uh, Stanky Leg song is right now. I think he's kind of like, this is what you... Like, he looks like Instagram in real life. You know? Like, everything he does that I've seen... And I'm sure he's he's a cool dude. He's from my uh, area, I believe, like Arlington or... I don't know. Some people know. I'll, I'll mention it. And I'm like, he's from around here. Then someone always knows and they say it. And I guess I'm already stopped listening. That's just me trying to chime in to Post Malone conversation. When I drive to school in the morning with Haley, or I drive her to school, um, we listen to Kid Craddock in the morning. She's been listening to them like since she was a kid. And they'll play songs in between certain segments. And we, I, I turn it down during that part. But... They played a Post Malone song, and I was like, I need to listen to this so I can know more about what's going on. And I've now heard, I think, two of his songs, although they sound pretty similar. But I recently, I think I put together, yeah, I now know two. And um, I don't get it. Uh, you know what it sounds like? A very creative dude just making music for fun in his room. And then thanks to the internet, now that is incredibly popular. But, like, when he was making it, he was just, like, drunk and having fun. Not, like, trying to, like, change the world with, act like, meaning. It's very recreational. What would I equate his music to? Bolt? No, bowling. I don't want to say that. 
Let me think. The arcade? I guess... I guess I'm just going to have to hurt some feelings here. Yeah. So maybe... <clears throat> there's a better one, man. Going to the state fair? Yeah. Going to the state fair. You go to the state fair because somebody in your group said we have to go. And then you go, and it smells. There's too many people. The food makes you feel terrible. The smell makes you feel terrible. Everything's expensive, and the lines are long. And then on your drive home, you always just happen to get real car sick. No, it's because you feel like shit because you've been at this awful place the whole time. And then, yeah, I assume that's what a Post Malone concert's like. I think that's what I'm. I think that's what I'm drawn. At least as far as like purely recreational and to say you did a thing. That's this is mean. Hey, um. I'm happy for anyone who wants to make things and is able to be successful doing it. Sometimes I find the uh, actual product to not be my thing, but I'm glad they're doing something. And let's bring back Reliant K. And we're, so here we go. <sighs> oh, man. I felt like I was really having to uh, carry the conversation there without the music. Listen again to the hook, and I'm going to get a drink. Yeah, I did this exact thing. Wow. So, yeah, your last break was at the hook. I bet it's fun to do a radio show, like, all by yourself with just music you like. Because you can just talk whenever you want, hit a song, chill, listen to it. You're getting to listen to the song, and then you just BS to whoever might be listening all right dude we're going 22 minutes what's going on oh my band words has a show this saturday december 8th at backyard on bell doors at seven downbeat at eight three dollars 21 and up five dollars 21 and under i remembered all of that i actually didn't read that from anywhere i closed my eyes and i saw it in my head and that's one of those moments where I'm like, do I have photographic memory? But I trust me, I don't. I lose way too many things. You know what's really scary, TJ, if you ever listen to this? Just imagine my brain and my ability to forget where I put things. Now imagine it the most sleep-deprived it's ever been. Dude, you would be losing your mind at my ability to lose things throughout the day. Like, Haley will ask me for something, I'll go get it, and then... She'll be like, where is it? And I'll have put it down at some point, I guess. It literally was terrifying. It, I'm finally, um, the past couple nights, the baby's been able to sleep a lot better. And But there was a while there where I was getting such little sleep that I was forgetting things to the point of where I literally was like, what the heck? Oh, my cat just jumped over the gate that we use to keep the dog in the specific area that we're in right now. Oh, TJ, what was I saying? So yeah, I've been I, I've just been forgetting things a lot lately. And y'all want to hear my sister? Hold on, she's calling me right now. Let's just do this. What's up? Okay, I'm editing this video, and the lav mic that's on his shirt. I hear his shirt when he's moving. Uh huh. So if I do. His reduction in the multiband compressor, will that work? It's probably going to target the higher frequencies and bring them down. Uh, I would... What is... How... how describe the... Um, his sound that his shirt is making. Mm. 
It's like to both of those things. You can give a hundred Natalie. <laughs> what? I'm recording my podcast right now and I put this on speakerphone. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I can't believe I got you to make the shush shush sound. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I was wondering why you asked me to do it, but I was like, well, if she needs, well, I played it first and it didn't work. I couldn't hear it. So I figured I would just do it. Okay, can I call you back in like five minutes and then uh, we can talk about how to fix this? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> say bye. bye. All right. I think she said bye as I said, say bye. Anyways, let's get back to it. That was kind of fun. Um,. Every once in a while, Nat, my sister is a video editor, and she knows a lot about sound, but every once in a while she calls for my help. And just so you know, I don't always know the answer. It's not that I just know so much she can call me and I fix it every time. Sometimes we, we learn together, you know? All right. <clears throat> I'm going to make it through this last one right here because this version of 12 Days of Christmas is incredible, and you should listen to it. Here we let's just listen to it. Day of Christmas, but you look good to me. Three grand checks, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, but you look good to me. Four calling birds, three friends, checks, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, but you look good to me. All right, so here's their hook. I don't know if I should even play this whole thing, but it's amazing, and they every countdown is different. I actually had, like, a super band for a youth band once. Like, all my friends and family that were close to me were amazing musicians, and they all played a part in uh, the band, and we covered this, and it was pretty awesome. And then we, the, the, the only difference was uh, Terrence, my friend Terrence, was an amazing saxophone player, and we, we added that to the arrangement. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves. Oh, man. Um, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, Words has that show. Ravenhill is going to be playing it as well on better terms. And a band called Neutralist that I have not heard, but they are touring. And I believe they're from Oklahoma. And, uh, yeah, we've got the – check out the Hive podcast if you want to hear um, the Honey Gold crew discussing music, current topics. I mean, uh, yesterday we talked about that uh, freaking gender reveal video where the guy – 47,000 acres. Can you imagine – I would have been, dude, the, if I, if that would have been me, I, well, because here's why it would have sucked. I wouldn't have wanted to do the gender reveal thing in the first place. So now I'm like in a situation where I'm out in all this land. I've got basically a bomb in front of me and I've got family around. And I don't like when too many people are too excited about something at one time because I think I'm classically conditioned from skating. That sometimes, whenever there was just a whole lot of excitement and uh, anxiousness built up in the air, either 
the trick was landed and everyone was super happy or it was all of a sudden now everyone's trying to go to the hospital and freaking out because Casey's eyebrow has fallen off of his face and is hanging down by his cheek. You know what I mean? I mean, I've got too many stories of that. Graham's front teeth are sticking out of his whole uh, upper lip and just hanging out. Um, freaking George Boyle cut his armpit from like right outside of his pec like all the way up to like where you would stop putting on deodorant on the other side and it was just open and uh, he wanted me to film him stitch it up in the hospital and I did I was like 16 so I think um those those experiences now whenever like you know what I a, a result of that life is too is I don't like exerting all my strength anymore because in the same way sometimes I would have to give it like a hundred percent doing something like a real burst of energy and then all of a sudden you're in the most pain you've ever been in in your life and so i get scared when i'm doing things i i don't go to that hundred anymore it just makes me nervous i know i there's nothing i need to be doing that the other option is my leg snaps backwards unless it's like saving saving a life or something but i mean i'm healthier than I've been in a long time and I'm exercising so I, I, I'm making sure there's strength there to perform a deed but uh yeah I don't for for uh, just fun I don't give it my all with most things anymore physically <sighs> alright uh, there's something else I wanted to say but I forgot so let me just make sure I hit all the promotional things honeygoldrecords.com <clears throat> Uh, Raven Hill is playing the show. I named all those bands. Um, Eric Jones released a uh, new single. It's called It's All Right, and it's freaking awesome once again. I am going to make sure he puts out an EP. Don't worry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to will that thing into existence. And then, but what will be interesting is it will be his creation, but I feel like I nudged it. Like, what is that? Um shoot there's a uh, it's like the, one of the only things I think I remember from chemistry but I don't even remember it so that means I don't remember anything from chemistry I had a good chemistry teacher too that's what sucks um, what was it what is it it's like uh, I keep wanting to say matter cannot be created or destroyed it can only change forms but I think I just said that one so much so at least I remember one thing what was the expression it's like if something's in motion it stays in motion unless it acted upon by an outside force and also if something is not in motion it stays not in motion unless uh acted upon by an outside force this is me trying to remember a flashcard but anyways if eric when eric puts out his next ep i'm gonna feel like i was part of that outside force just nudging it just nudging it along but i mean i'm sure him and caitlin could say the same thing about my ep it's hard man it's hard when you're trying to make a money, when you're trying to make a money, when you're trying to make money doing audio engineering and producing, and then also the thing you want to do is make your own stuff, because most of your time that can be devoted to mixing and editing and recording always ends up going to where the work that needs to be done. And uh, I just, it's frustrating to say, like this new Words album that I'm working on, I'm so proud of it like if nobody likes it i don't even care like i had one of the most wild times of my life 
moving away for the first time, buying my first house, watching my wife get pregnant and go through that entire unbelievably supernatural experience. And all the while, I was just trying my hardest to just create music that I felt was literally like being like vibrating within my bones. And when I listen to it, I just go like, you know what it does for me? It completely encapsulates that memory in my life. It is time stamped. I will time travel to that music in the future. I will play my EP when I'm older and I'll be whisked away to right now. And it's going to be unbelievable, even with how hard some of this time has been. But anyways, not to say that the music's unbelievable, but to say my emotional attachment with it is. And so I really want to, I really am, I'm going to make sure I get that out. I just, uh, I really need the artwork and the whole branding rollout to be at the level that I think my product I created is. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. I, I have two singles ready. I just... People don't seem to care about like listening to a song just on like a Bandcamp thing when you release it. They want a lyric video. They want a music video. That's why for the little uh, Consumer of the Bells song I did, I put the... Um, man, I was thinking this week that I wanted to work on my ums, and I'm sure I just now noticed it, so I'm sure it's been just a disaster. It's frustrating that um and uh are in my to natural tone of cadence that I've created. I gotta find a new one. I've got to learn how to start the next sentence without leading with a tone. And it literally feels weird to do that right now. I think some people do that with and. But anyways, Eric Jones, he covered this song. And I, I tried to tell him yesterday, and I did a little bit, but when he sent me what he thought, he was like, I think this is the final mix. I told Haley, I was like, we have to listen to it. And we put it on and we sat at the couch and we, we sat on the couch and we listened to the whole thing without even looking at each other. And then when it was over, I was going to tear up if I started talking. So I had to just sit there quiet, not looking at her. And just, she was just like, that was amazing. And I just was shaking my head like, yep, yes, it was. Or I guess nodding my head. But anyways, I think I've promoted everything I need to promote. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh... Yeah, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Love you.